1: Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Mike at Sorgatron on Twitter here in Pittsburgh, PA, and Mayhem Central. Celebrating 10 years this week. Uh, we'll talk about that here a little bit later in the show. This is your show where we're talking about professionalized wrestling. The John Cena's, okay, whenever he's actually not injured. And all those kinds of guys in WWE, the big time wrestling. Uh, with me, as usual, also here in the Pittsburgh area, it is your Papa Lunchbox, DJ Lunchbox, joining us. How are you doing? And I like your picture of the cat in the background on the video feed.
3: Thank you very much. Apparently there was cats in the background of every uh, episode tonight, uh, all the different shows you recorded. So I, I added one um, right there. Uh, it is actually the uh, the dried blood of uh, seven squirrels that I sacrificed to the podcast gods tonight. So it should be a good show.
1: Awesome, awesome. And uh, it's a big show. We got a lot of great, great guests here getting some different inputs. Like I said, the new year, I wanted to get a lot of different people on this show. We got a lot of them just tonight. So I kind of overcompensated a little bit. Uh, First of all, joining us, I think the first time on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, but there's a great interview we did with him back on the Indie Mayhem Show uh sometime last year i think uh justin labar of chair Shot reality and wrestlezone.com and 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 manager to the stars in the international wrestling cartel how you doing tonight justin
2: it's nice to take a break from not managing the stars and talk to everybody else thanks for having me
1: <laughs> thanks so much for joining us We're going we to get into a lot of stuff with him tonight and also joining us here special guests for the first segment we get to squeeze them in they got a lot of stuff going on up there in poughkeepsie new york for once i'm introducing people from Poughkeepsie, New York, that to my knowledge don't have a future Endeavor letter from the WWE like our usual co-hosts. Uh, so thank you join us, Steve and John, from AnotherWrestlingPodcast.com. I've been enjoying the show. Guys, I, I caught on to you guys uh, a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I sit down there during Raw and, 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 and kind of going at it and, and commenting and, and seeing who else pops up, and you guys have been another one that I, I kind of followed along with, and I'm digging this stuff on there. Thank you so much for joining me.
4: Hey, no problem. Thanks for having us. Awesome.
1: Uh, Glad so, to be here. Awesome. So uh, first of all, I want to touch base. You guys have something pretty cool going on up there. Uh, our other uh, Mad Mike, of course, uh, uh, regular on this show for, for several years, is from the Poughkeepsie area. And I know you guys have um, some connections and you're doing some stuff with Global Force Wrestling. That I think is pretty cool uh, for our podcast to be doing this. Can you give us like, a real quick kind of rundown of what's happening there?
4: Yeah, uh, sure. We're working with uh, Global Force Wrestling. They're going to be here January 22nd in Poughkeepsie. Um, We will be doing a special Q&A for the VIP before the show. Uh, Basically, we're going to have kind of like a live question and answer with uh, the superstars and uh, anybody who comes out and purchases, uh, purchases a VIP ticket, right, Jonathan?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And you'll get to not only hear us talk to the wrestlers, but you'll get to meet Karen Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. Um, A lot of the wrestlers are going to be there live, you know, taking pictures and signing autographs with everybody. So uh, it's definitely cool. We've got to have a lot of them on the show in recent weeks. So uh, it looks like it's going to be a great weekend, the first tour of uh, Global Force in the Northeast.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And and of course, some some connections there with Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Got to see one of their shows Um, as actually the place where we first sold the Montreal Theory documentary with uh, I did with Joe Dombrowski several years ago. Our first kind of big production out of here and uh and, and a really cool show, and it's cool to see them kind of mixing up with global force. it kind of cool to see a, a, a wrestling podcast getting involved um, with a local show like that. It's kind of fun to hear what you guys have going on. I can't wait to hear uh, kind of how it goes uh, with you guys um, as it comes up here so. And hopefully Matt and Mike will say hi to you if he uh, gets up there as well. So, um, Like I said, guys, please check out everything going on at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You subscribe to this and uh, so many other shows that we're doing. We're doing rap- of, uh shows throughout the week. Uh, uh, Raw, Lucha Underground when that comes back, TNA Impact, which is actually probably going on right now as we speak, I guess, uh, during this recording live. Tuesday night's. Live.wrestlingmamshow.com, You can join us in the chat room just like our good friends Bobby FJ Town, Eamon from down in Texas, wife of the show, Missy, is in there helping us out, and a whole bunch of new names. Tragar, love his blog, and everybody else. And, of course, uh, please drop us a line, uh, 412-206-WMS0. 0 i got to fix those graphics. Good times. I guess only one here has the cue. Uh, time. There he is. There he is. He knows it. Good times at <laughs> WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And uh, of course, big thanks to our friends on the Patreon. that are supporting the show uh, Ed Burke, the uh, Jennifer and Matt Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment. And of course, uh, from the WrestlingRevolution.com, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Antonio Garza. And because he pays me on Patreon to say it this way Boo Diggity! and uh i realize we only have one person with all the cues here <laughs> so <laughs> apologies um but no go patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show uh you can the show uh with your monetary dollars especially if you win the powerball here coming up as some people have already pledged that they're going to um and uh and uh, you get some special stuff uh some special gold some state-of-the-show information and some other stuff we're working on here in the near future. And if you don't want to give a couple bucks, that's fine. Just share the show. Leave a comment on iTunes and everything else. Guys, so I got this big panel here. Uh, it seems that, and I know you guys have been discussing this to a certain regard on your uh, on, on your own shows, but I kind of wanted to get the brain trust together and talk about uh, a, kind of a, a, a several folds of this. You know, John Cena is just a recent um, victim of injury. After coming back, he lasted, what, a whole two weeks um, we got this. These this supposed signing. The uh, uh, big news today: Nakamura was being stripped of the uh, uh, New Japan uh, Intercontinental Championship. is a pretty pretty decent sign that something's going on around there and some signings with WWE. Um, WrestleMania is a huge question mark when it comes to a lot of people uh, going on. And what's what, what's going to you know come up with that? The Rock's coming back. Where are we at with this? You know, what do you guys think? How do you feel going into WrestleMania? And raw. I mean, this is usually when we're getting excited about the WrestleMania season, right? Um, um, are, are we worried about WrestleMania? Uh,
5: I'll I'll just start out. Um, I'm I'm not necessarily so worried about WrestleMania. Um, everybody talks about the brass ring in the WWE or in the world of professional wrestling, and uh, what better time than some of these people that we we've all been rooting for to come up and kind of rise to the top. Um, You know, everybody talks about Kevin Owens. Everybody talks about Ambrose. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that can now kind of shine. Um, And so with some of these people, you hate to see any injury, and you hate to see anybody lose their spot. But uh, with the possibility of new signees and with the possibility of, you know, no one coming back before WrestleMania, uh, I think it's a great time to be a a wrestler and a wrestling fan because it's going to shake up WrestleMania like it's never been done before.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that the big thing? Like, like we uh, you know thinking back to even late Attitude Era, it was it was Stone Cold leaving that led to guys like Mick Foley and, and, and The Rock stepping up to become huge stars, right? Um, would 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 uh, Seth have been in the spot he was if if people weren't kind of coming and going? Uh, as they were in this past year as well. I mean, it, it feels like, given the choice, they're going to the safe bets. But it really, do you blame them at this point? Is it complacency as far as the booking side goes? Um, um, or, or just, you know, there's too much at stake because the company's so big right now? What do you think, Justin?
2: Well, I don't think there's a complacency necessarily. I think um, what they've wanted for a long time, which is Roman Reigns to be you know, supported as the next big mainstream appealing babyface uh, is happening. It's happening, you know, that it's, it's, it's proving that, that, that you put Vince and Triple H, uh, people that can generate legitimate heat both from the audience that's in the arena and the, you know, the internet audience uh, because of their real-life uh, executive positions, uh, it's helping support Roman Reigns, and that's great because they need that right now more than ever with with the injuries that are happening to to Cena and Orton and Rollins. Uh, I don't think there's a complacency. Uh, I think actually, this is the fir- this is the first time, being two weeks out from Rumble in quite a while, that we have uh, a, a real refreshing excitement. You know, uh, I, you know, it's it, you, you can. Try to map out what the WrestleMania card's going to be, and, and there's a, there's a lot of pieces that are hard to move. You know, you have the, the wild card of The Rock who's going to be there, but I don't think is going to wrestle, but that's to be determined. The Undertaker, of course, is a wild card because the streak is no longer intact, but he looks better than he has the last few years, so you figure he's going to work. Then you have Roman Reigns and how that plays out with the Rumble. You have the wild card such as Daniel Bryan, which I keep telling people not to get so hung up on because that's just going to get your hopes up and crash. Uh, you know, you, you, then, then you have Brock Lesnar, you have Kevin Owens, you have Bray Wyatt. It's really hard to predict this, and that's a good thing. Um, mm. People have bitched about the lack of tradition that's going to be at this year's Royal Rumble, and I say screw that because in the last couple of years where we did tradition, where the guy beat the 30 other people to become the number one contender, well, you know, the uh, Roman Reigns didn't work out, work out so well, and they changed plans. And two years ago here in Pittsburgh, you know, Batista uh, didn't work out so well. So... I think this is good for them to do something unique like this. And really, not only does it provide unpredictability for all of us talking about this, but it also gives them time right up until January 24th uh, to creatively decide what they want to do.
1: I tell you what, I've been uh, uh, throwing on some Randy Royal Rumbles. Of course, after the announcement, I had to throw on the Ric Flair one from 1992. Seemed to make sense, still holds up. And and I threw up one uh, that I was at a few years ago, uh, uh, going to uh, the one in 2008 in uh, Madison Square Garden. And, uh, and a lot of us from the Mayhem crew went up there for that one. And I remember, you know, how that came out. You know, uh, John Cena was the surprise entrance at the end and, and seeing the feel, and I, I was actually watching all the way up to pretty much the beginning of the Rumble and watching, you know, kind of the build of the people. And, and you never know, and I guess they still had the brand split, three-way brand split with uh, ECW at the time. Way too many desks at, at ringside, by the way. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it, it does kind of have that feeling a little bit you kind of, but you kind of waver between like oh of course roman's going to come away with this and we just kind of know that versus you know i think they have some extra elements with uh you know the, the, the this, this this all these factions we, we're making the joke on on uh, the raw wrap ups and the hangouts lately it feels like they they, they planned for survivor series 3 months too late lately um which means i can't wait for the rumble uh throwdowns right before wrestlemania that we're going to see in about 3 months uh but still um, I, I, oh, I think I think
2: I think more accurately, is somebody recently introduced Vince McMahon to Game of Thrones, <laughs> and is <he's not> convinced <laughs> that everybody must be in that situation. Need in
1: collective. Oh.
3: Hey, introducing Vince to anything new
2: is a, is going to be an upgrade.
6: There you go. There you go. Um,
1: well,
6: I heard
2: he just discovered who Motorhead was, and let me be in the celeb wing of the Hall of Fame, much to the disdain of Triple H for ten years trying to get Pops to listen to Motorhead, but.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about the Hall of Fame here coming up. Here, um, what about you, Steve? What do you think about uh, you know going to Rumble, going into Mania, going into this 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 potential drought of, of at least the top tier dependable uh, talent?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, one side, it's 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 great because it just makes people want to watch the Rumble only for that unpredictability. Um, I mean, last year going into the Rumble, we were all like, uh, "Is it really going to be Roman Reigns?" Now we have him as the champion, and everybody going after his championship. Um, you know, it's leaving that room for who's going to be the surprise entrance. You know, who's going to be number 30? Who's going to be, you know, what's going to happen with it? Are we going to get AJ Styles in there? Are we going to get – is that going to happen sooner than later? Um, You know, making all these injuries and everybody out, I think, is making the Rumble more appealing to where, you know, it's that anything can happen this year. Uh, It truly is, you know. Um, And like Jonathan said and everybody else said, you know, it, guys are stepping up. Kevin Owens is going to step up. Gene Ambrose is going to step up. You're going to see these guys put on uh, one hell of a show at WrestleMania with all these injuries, and it's. I think they're going to finally get the you know the deserved spotlight to, to shine at at a top show like this. So, it, going into the Rumble, going into Mania, all these injuries that are happening. You know, you have you have a huge roster, man. You, you have a lot of talent. So, hopefully, we see that talent. You know, rise to the occasion and do what they do. Uh, and show the world why they are in the top company that they are. So,
1: right, right, because it it's, it really has been. Um, it, it's amazing how little it feels like the landscape has changed the last several years, doesn't it? You know, unless something major like a CM Punk walking away or or somebody getting you know so injured they have to leave a, a, like an edge. Well,
4: yeah, even look at the uh, last year's winners of WrestleMania, all pretty much all the winners that happened are off and out injured, you know, from Cena to Rollins to Cesaro to you know Tyson Kidd mm-hmm. uh, and so on. You know, half of pretty much all of almost all of WrestleMania's card last year is pretty much on the disabled list, if you will. <laughs> so uh, it's amazing what can happen in the year. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess. And, and even
1: everybody, I mean, you know, looking at I, I feel like SmackDown, I'm watching from NXT from from six months ago at this point. Um, which is, that for me, out of, out of the non-NXT shows, has been the most enjoyable show for me. Um, uh, one, I also pay for Hulu Plus, so I don't get any commercials, so that's kind of nice. Um, but it ends with a main event of like Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens, which is at least quasi-entertaining every time that they go out there and beat each other up. Right? Um, that's the kind of thing that's of course gonna be even bigger. I mean look what um you know the former Samurai Del Sol that we saw locally here in Pittsburgh now Kalisto. Look what he did on a grand stage when he had a three way uh ladder match that last uh pay per view. And now he's the US champion, you know? Um uh definitely a lot of guys uh uh finding those opportunities. It's just so it's just so hard week in week that slug on Raw. Uh and and then, you know, you know, getting to that pay per view to see see them kinda of stick out a little bit at this point. So um are, are we concerned is this you know last year wrestlemania reported i think the most views or it was the most viewed wrestlemania with it. i think i don't know if anybody remembers the numbers uh um, better than this but over a million people watched it a big thanks to wwe network um do you think that number's in in danger with the lack of john cena's and such on this or do you think everybody's gonna be hanging out anyways
5: It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's WrestleMania. And, uh, that's one thing that WWE has going for them. That brand, that name, uh, WrestleMania, I, I don't think that it's in danger. I think that a lot of people are going to tune in to see what is going to happen. We've talked about it a lot. But the unpredictability, I feel like that's one of the drawing factors this year for WrestleMania. Um, you know, this, this past Monday, you mentioned Callisto won the, the United States championship. You don't think that that's going to get more people to watch Raw next week just to see what's going to happen. I mean, it's these sort of things that uh, really are going to help with WrestleMania this year. And obviously throwing the Rock in is not going to hurt, and the possibility of The Undertaker and any of these bigger names coming there, uh, it won't hurt for sure. But mm-hmm. um, WWE's WrestleMania, it's just like the Super Bowl or anything like that. I feel like um, – most people watch these big events no matter what, and uh to do WWE's credit, they try their hardest to put on uh, an amazing show at WrestleMania, but I I don't think it's gonna get hurt at all.
1: Um well uh, I think you'll appreciate this here, uh, uh Labar. This could be Plumber Mania takes over uh WrestleMania with as many people as we've seen in, in, in the Indies, uh in recent years uh popping up these days. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, don't don't feed his ego. I refuse to believe he has anything to do with it. But I am happy with uh, with Kalisto and 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 many of the other uh, uh, IWC, the former IWC guys. Look, as previously stated, which is correct. You know, WrestleMania sells itself. Hence, why tickets get sold out uh, in a matter of moments in November when no real main mm-hmm. event has even been announced because the name is the draw itself. However, there's a difference between selling you know, 80,000 worth of tickets and, and fudging whatever PR phrase you need to fudge. But the difference between that and, and ultimately when they add all the seats they need to add after production and, and, and all the hoopla, getting the attendance record of you know, 100,000 or whatever whatever they're, they're aiming for, uh, I think it really boils down to The Undertaker because you're in Dallas, you're, you're in Cowboys Stadium, Stone Cold Steve Austin is not coming back to have a match. He'll be there, but he's not having a match. Uh, CM Punk is not coming back to have a match. Um, even if The Rock has a match, which I'll get to in a second, that's great, but it's not exactly the first time ever. We've seen him. You know, He was the WWE champion, for Christ's sake, a few years ago. It's going to come down to The Undertaker, and my belief is if you want to surefire, make this – Standing room only. and I've been to the stadium. I covered a Super Bowl at the stadium. This place is huge It lives up to its 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 magnitude if you want to sell this if you want to get the maximum It comes down to the Undertaker's career having to be on the line because and obviously I'm not here trying to push The legend out the door especially because he's looked better this past year than he has in previous years where he was remnants of Uncle Festus but I will say if you bill it as this guy is having his last match, whether he says it's his last match or whether the stipulation is if he loses it's his last match, that then lets everybody know, I need to pay attention, this is history. And at that point, it doesn't matter whether he's going against a mop, or whether he's going against Bray Wyatt, or going against Kevin Owens, or going against The Rock, or any other name that we could put out there. If The Undertaker's last match is what's dangled on this, everything else will fall into place. Triple H is champion. Ronda Rousey and the Rock and Roman Reigns' corner um, and anything else we can conceivably, realistically dream of. It, it starts with The Undertaker.
6: Right. Right.
1: All right. I a couple of you guys got to get out of here. So real quick, um, I don't want to step on a big question or Mayhem Mania for later in the show, but uh, if, if you could pick a, a dream, uh, a plausible show stealer for WrestleMania at this point as things stand, who would it be? First of you guys from from another wrestling podcast. Ooh,
4: a show stealer for WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. Ah, man. Trying to think ahead. I'm trying to think who, who will be there, what's going to happen. Uh, it, 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 go, it goes back to the injuries, man. You know, a lot of people are out. A lot of people are going to step up, and a lot of people are going to do a lot of things this year just to, to keep at that number one spot. And, man, show stealer. I don't know. I'm going to have to say anything. Any match with Kevin Owens this year uh, is going to be, be a great one show stealer maybe i don't know it depends on who he's facing but i think uh we we're gonna see something uh unique from him this year at wrestlemania it's gonna be his first wrestlemania and it's gonna be a big one so hopefully uh he goes out in style
1: awesome what about you john
5: uh, you know this one's probably not gonna be popular but i really believe that roman is trying to come into his own um i think that he's came light years from where he was in in the royal rumble last year uh i believe that a triple h versus roman reigns match does have the potential to be something special and uh with you know if they start the build up soon and they if they get some good good stuff behind it i definitely think that uh it has the potential to be really good at wrestlemania
1: lb do you got something
5: Um, Well, I feel like
3: there was a time when um, if your roster had issues like this, uh, the solution was put the belt on Edge, but there's no more Edge. So this year at WrestleMania, we will see
2: the return of Edge. (laughs) How about you, Justin? Well, in addition to what I said with The Undertaker and his power, I think, uh, as uh, said, I think Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the title is very possible. And I think Triple H as the champion going into Mania, while I have some... Some you know, negatives to it. I can also see a lot of positives. I think if you can build to the mainstream, Triple H, who a lot of people know, who's the executive in WWE, which draws heat, Triple H as the champion versus Roman Reigns. if Triple H has in his corner, and you build it as a real fight. You give it that real fight feel. And you have Triple H with Stephanie McMahon and Vince McMahon in his corner. And then with Roman Reigns, if he has The Rock and Ronda Rousey in his corner, you get mainstream appeal you play off last year's segment, which was so highly touted at WrestleMania. Uh, I think that is something to where it puts nobody at risk. doesn't put The Rock at risk with the movie studios. doesn't put Ronda Rousey at risk with her MMA career and such have, but it's having their appearance. And even if they just do one spot, Rousey shoots Stephanie to the ground or shoots Triple H to the ground. And same thing with The Rock. Uh, you, you've, you've got some magic there.
1: I'm going to go, and I don't know how they get there from this point. Um, But uh, give me Ambrose and Lesnar. I think could be interesting and uh, could be a step up for Ambrose and and kind of put him on the map there. And we know how brutal uh, Brock can get. So I think they could have a lot of fun with that. You know, I kind of go back to like the first match. I think it was the first match back with Cena where they just got crazy brutal and steel steel steps were involved in everything. Um, I could see them in that kind of match. But that's my thoughts. Guys, thank you so much. Um, another wrestling podcast is the show. Uh, thank you for dropping in here uh, for this first segment and, and uh, being part of the conversation with us. Uh, anything uh, you guys have other, you know, of course, Global Force Wrestling coming up. Anything coming up on your show or anybody should check out over there?
4: Yeah, uh, guys, thanks so much uh, for having us on tonight. We'd love to do it again in the future. Uh, Great talking with all you guys. Um, You know, yeah, check out anotherwrestlingpodcast.com. We're going to have Mickey, James, and Kimberly on this week. Uh, Still talking about Global Force Wrestling happening next week in Poughkeepsie, our uh, our hometown. So uh, just stay tuned. And uh, I don't know, anything else? Did I miss anything, Jonathan?
5: No, that's pretty much it. Just uh, anotherwrestlingpodcast.com. You can follow us at A Wrestling Pod on Twitter.
1: Thanks so much to those guys. Another wrestling podcast dot com. But uh, hey, if you want to check out wrestling of uh, of another variety, check out, of course, uh, our sister site over at us. There's a lot of great stuff over there. Hey, you can see a lot of Justin Labar going on over there, right? Um you can see uh, Justin maybe I'll let you sell this a little bit here. I mean, you, you pretty much your entire illustrious uh, IWC wrestling uh managerial and actually wrestling career now I think about it is encompassed on this site, right?
2: I think so. I think it is the uh, unofficial official archive of uh, of Justin Lebar uh, probably me getting my ass kicked uh, is more is more colorfully to describe everything, but yeah, it's there. Whether it's with Rhino or Tommy Dreamer or Matt Hardy or blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, it's there. <laughs> but uh, great, great, great action. Uh, aside from me, I'm probably you know the the filler.
3: It's uh, mm-hmm. great
2: action from a lot of other a lot of other guys. Whether it be Dalton Castle, uh, ROH fame right now, or uh, you know uh, Matt Stryker or anybody. There's, there's a lot of great stuff uh, that's archived there. So I, I try to plug it as when I can. Uh, definitely, if people support indie wrestling, uh, a lot of great stuff coming out of Pittsburgh.
1: Awesome, yeah, great stuff there. Uh, like I said, mostly mostly Pittsburgh based with the with the IWC and some other friends as well. Uh, but we do have stuff like Border City. Uh, wrestling up up in uh uh, canada and uh and of course some uh, old school stuff Uh, more actually more of your archive a little bit of prime wrestling is up here as well the old resolutions and and some best ofs of some great guys like uh somebody named johnny gargano i think they call him johnny wrestling out there on the internets might be on nxt every once in a while um greg irons and, and a bunch of awesome Awesome guys, uh, we like to play a little game uh, a lot of times when we're watching Raw and and uh, and and sometimes like you know Callisto won and of course uh, the uh, U.S. title the other night and of course he's he used to be if you look on his Wikipedia's you understand that he's used to be called uh, Samurai del Sol and uh, we have uh, no less than three events actually on here with him against somebody named El Generico seems familiar to somebody in nxt there's another match with him taking on uh colin delaney uh logan chulo who looks kind of like that drifter guy and uh and, and johnny gargano in that match as well um a lot of fun stuff in there and uh you poke around there you see so what names will pop ups the Corey graves used to be sterling james keenan a lot of stuff with that guy on here as well from a couple of different promotions actually uh so check it out great column if you want to know what the indies are about haven't dived into it there's a great column that um um Matt Carlin's actually does around the indies and it's a great multimedia presentation because everybody's tweeting videos and pics and everything from around the area. And it's a great spot to kind of dive in and get a little bit of visual representation, representation of the alternatives out there that maybe you're not catching on TV and, and really from all around the world, he's uh, sticking in there. Uh, so it's really great. He collects all this stuff and, and, and puts together a nice package for you to get caught up every week. So check it out. Indie sign up for the newsletter. You actually get a free IWC um, wrestling show, including guys like some guy named AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, guys like that on there. Uh, so go check that out. IndieWrestling.us. Okay. Uh, speak, so big news last night. Sting is going to the Hall of Fame. I, I don't know if I expected this. I, I expected somebody more Texas personally uh, going in as our, our big headliner. I think we'll probably fill out the rest of the kind of, can we call it a Hall of Fame undercard, I guess, when we talk about this. Um, so, I guess, first of all, uh, what do you guys think of Sting going in? Uh, uh, Justin?
2: Well, I think it's very fitting. Uh, If you were following me on Twitter a couple hours prior to the 1 o'clock afternoon announcement by WWE, you'd have already known it's Sting. I tweeted you and I said that uh, Sting is your safe bet uh, based upon logic and from those I was talking to inside of the company. Um, It makes perfect sense right now because – He's fairly really banged up. I don't. I would not be shocked if we never see Sting wrestle again. He's pretty banged up from some of the injuries he sustained from the last match against Seth Rollins, and um, even dating back to the match with Triple H last Mania. Not to not to bury the guy, so to speak, as I'm trying to put him over here in a long-winded form. But uh, I know that there were some comments internally about Sting in terms of, you know, Jesus, couldn't guy, couldn't the guy have got a tan? And you know, was he? What was he at his best? And then this is stuff coming from people that were, you know, very close and you know, whatever. I mean, it, it, it's, it's great for State. This is the best time. The point being, he's done what he's going to do in the ring. That's done. This allows him to be featured on, main event we, uh, on WrestleMania weekend. Uh, he can do access. He can do media. He's going to do Hall of Fame. Gives him his time to shine. Uh, let's him make a speech, and because, quite frankly, in the future, and this is, he's the most relevant to the WWE audience it's ever going to be. Every year that goes by, his relevance and, and his memories start to fade away again. And they got other guys: The Undertaker, The Rock, other guys that are going to occupy the main headline spots in the future years that are going to, quite frankly, outrage things whether they like it or not. So, so it's a good time to be in Texas with, with nothing between you know, the, the Freebirds. Um, yeah, you know, I think the Flubber is the main, the main Texas attraction that we will probably see finally in the Hall of Fame, and, and, and justifiably so. Uh, I, I think we'll get a Texas flair to it, but this is the right time for Sting, and quite frankly, maybe the only time for Sting.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, some good comments from the chat room here. Uh, if you guys are on video, we got that in the corner down there. Uh, Garza saying uh, Sting well deserved. I was expecting Taker for the Texas connection, but Mike's got a good point. He thinks Taker's only going to go in when when he decides he's done and ready for the Hall of Fame. And I think that's when he's more than over with his wrestling career personally.
2: Well, the other thing to remember too with the Taker uh, Texas connection is, Mm -hmm. while a lot, while all of us talking here and and probably much of the audience are the quote unquote you know tuned in smart fans and we're aware that Takers from Texas and lives in Texas and et cetera, you know his character is not at all uh, you know. Connected to Texas. I mean, obviously the American Badass character, I guess, was they in Houston, but, you know, the dead Man character isn't. And so, and he's the kind of guy that obviously who's protected their character or attempted to in this day and age more than him. So I, I don't think Texas is a big, uh, it, it, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that he's not trying to draw a great, you know, uh, love to Texans, uh, you know, to, to make himself a headliner. Um, you know, if you're a fan and you're from Texas, you know that that's where he's from. Then I guess that's a bonus to you. But to him, I don't think that he has any. I don't think he cares if it's Texas, if it's Minneapolis, if it's Philadelphia or wherever. I think, you know, like you said, Sorg, he's going to go in when he knows that he's done otherwise. And uh, who knows how many more years he thinks he has in him.
1: Mm-hmm. Bobby, we have j joining us here after a break. Uh, what do you think about Sting going in? Uh, you got any fond Sting memories? Yeah.
6: Uh, Well, I was just going to add what's more Texas than a uh, born-again Christian Mm -hmm. cosplaying as the crow? (laughs) 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 It's basically Sting's gimmick, right? Okay, (laughs) yeah. Also a baseball aficionado. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, the the late 90s were hard, man. Um, Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite Sting, though. I mean, NWO Sting is like, that's, I I mean, I, I like the old Sting, but the surfer gimmick was
1: kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I, think I don't know. I, it, in my, well, I didn't have the WCW pre w o basically, yeah. like, access to watching him personally. Um, so, to me, that was the shiny thing over there in WCW. Like, he was their Hulk Hogan to me. You mm-hmm. know, he was the shiny character. He was the antithesis of, of Ultimate Warrior that kind of actually made sense. Um, like, to to a, a young kid in the late early or late eighties early nineties, that was really attractive. I thought, and 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 was deservedly so. I think they're they're a marquee person. Um, and if you go back, that's when the good matches happened with him too. Um, that's when, when the, state, the, the, the okay, That's when RoboCop. <laughs> we, we don't have to. I and by the way, can I have a side note? I, can can we get RoboCop in the celebrity wing beside him? Like just, I mean, this, if we're gonna, only a matter of time. It's just a matter of time why not why not um but uh uh no no i I think i think for me even though i didn't get to experience a lot of it like kind of looking back like bleach prawns thing was like kind of kind of the guy at that
6: point so Mm. um as long as they pay homage to that uh movie they kind of made with the uh the boat blowing up the white castle fear thing like castle fear (laughs) (laughs) ddp wants you to remember that because it was awesome
1: they hey, they got their say on table for three on that one so yeah, and yeah. and a lot of us uh a lot of us then had to google white castle of fear and see the uh the tug of war of doom uh that that happened there so i mean basically you tell you tell uh, sting you tell him there's a party and he'll go i, I don't know how great of a, a smart good guy he was back then um l b what are your thoughts on sting uh going in this year
3: I think it makes perfect sense uh i mean you can tell this guy's beat up. He's, uh, he's in bad shape. His, uh, anything that you do with sting now is going to be diminishing returns. So, uh, putting him in the hall of fame is the right move. He's going to stay relevant in that way that, uh, people with WWE legends contracts stay relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a big name. And I mean, as soon as he signed with the company, the writing was on the wall. Um, you know, he was going to have a few, you know, WrestleMania moments, um do a couple things here and there nothing too impressive and then be put in the hall of fame and have a nice little retirement plan uh that is the legends contract so i think it's great you know um i was never a big wcw fan but i did enjoy sting uh oh excuse me i had spicy dinner um and uh i i think it's good i, I think that um Hopefully this will be his uh, his like kind of last chapter to his career, and it's a nice last chapter. He's not uh, a victim of TNA's bullshit, um, and he can just kind of go gracefully now. Fingers crossed.
1: I don't know if we're getting trolled in the chat room, but Mad Mike says that his favorite was the TNA Joker's thing, and Garza's his main event Mafia Steve Borden. Um, so uh, maybe they'll get some
2: representation. I prefer, I, I prefer T-shirt Steve in the latter days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I wish we could just, I, I, you know, how many, how many, you know, we talk about the bump card when he talks to to wrestling, especially somebody who's up up there in the years like Sting. Um, how many wasted good matches of WWE we could have had because of the stuff he had in TNA? You know, do, do you feel like that's that was kind of a wasted chapter in, in, in a career like that?
2: Absolutely. I mean, you know, there, there was nothing that happened in TNA that he did that, you know, really f- you know, furthered anything in his legacy, quite honestly, let's no, be real. No. Um, and so you look and then look at the time period, you know, WWE arguably was at, you know, it's 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 most delicate and thinnest roster you know, around that 2010 2011 period you know i mean cm punk popped up with the pipe bomb speech and that kind of gave some new life for the main event scene although it wasn't always even supposed to you know when you think about it imagine if, if sting had been around as the as edge was slowing down and then eventually retired and, and del rio came in but you know had some momentum but didn't have some momentum you know batista goes away and you know, Bret hart comes in for a, a weird spawn song you know, Sting was there. You know, it's 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 pretty interesting to think of the potential and what he could have done, uh, to to you know, in the situation there. Um, I think the company's in a better place now than it was then. So, you know, that's nice. But, uh, you know, I, certainly him going up against Triple H and Seth Rollins is is, is pretty cool. But, uh, I think yeah, definitely the, the TNA chapter it it offers nothing to his legacy. Mm-hmm.
3: I have a question, though. Um, during that time when he was in TNA, do you think WWE would have had him? Like, if he had approached them and said, hey, how about we do a
2: little business, they wouldn't have just told him to piss off? I, I absolutely think that he would have, uh, that, that, that they would have took him, yes. Um, I don't. From from everything I've you know, and I said this on my radio show today, Sting's one of the few guys that I was unfortunately, and I hope this changes, you know. I, uh, but unfortunately, he's one of the few guys I've never interviewed, never met personally. But from everything I've heard from people that were around him, and then people that are on the WWE side, uh, WWE's been. I mean, there's a reason why Sting vs. Ric Flair was the last match on the last Nitro. That was a Vince McMahon call. Vince had a certain there, and there and Justin, Dur- there we're getting there. There was never any problem with Vince's or WWE's and Sting it was always Sting, you know, as we've heard with WB in terms of you know their their content, and you know, Sting was worried about how he'd be used and such and such. So hmm. uh, absolutely, I think, it, and, I, and I'm sure WWE probably inquired several times whenever contracts came Came close to end with TNA of saying, "Let's try to get this guy," and he mm-hmm. continued to to resist and he stayed loyal to TNA, which says something about who he is as a person. Um, yeah, I absolutely think WWE would have took him in a heartbeat, and he would have, and, and it was all up to him.
1: I think I think the Shockmaster invaded partially into what you were telling us there uh, but we got the most of it there we we got a little bit of weird feedback going on in the middle of it so <laughs> um but no uh, you know I, well, I I think yeah mostly it was it was it was him staying away right um I don't I'm sorry i was I was dealing with technical sides here um but uh but yeah no I think it was it was thing is things called to stay away because he was worried about it. I think there was a statement I was just reading rereading something I, I heard this before but like that whole Rock Booker T, who are you? Um, incident back when the uh, the early WCW invasion was felt like a sign of things to come when it came to if he came over to WWE, WWF, maybe at the time, um, that early on. So, um, I agree, you know, good that he waited, but I think he waited too long. I think he waited way too long, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, who do you think, um, like looking to the rest of it, Robocop aside, um, who do you think rounds out the rest of Hall of Fame? We have a few suggestions from the chat room. Um, some stuff being thrown around like the uh, uh, the Freebirds, uh, for instance, and uh, JBL could could be thrown in there. I think I think it's worthwhile for that, at least like kind of maybe the lower tier. Definitely not a headliner for anything, but that can have, uh, uh, do a lot of uh, Texas flavor for it. What do you think, Bobby? Uh,
6: I want to see Tatonka in. Does that make sense? He's in... one of the, the like fringe superstars. I want to see in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 kind of goes in like a Coco Beware
6: level, right? No, no. <laughs> that was better than that. I wore my tape player out playing his theme song.
1: Listen, listen. Yeah, okay, <laughs> wait, wait. You 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 wore your tape player out doing his theme the song. But how many kids, about five years older than you, wore out the Power Driver album uh, yeah, with Coco Beware? So I think it's all about context, Bobby. So that's true so okay okay well we'll take that then i mean lemmy seems like an obvious choice yeah. with the recent events unfortunately mm-hmm. right um who else who else is in your mind lb
3: um that's a great question i i, I don't think i have an answer for it mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately i it it's so hard for me to keep track as to who's in and who's not mm-hmm. anymore you know what i mean
6: mm-hmm.
3: so i um
2: i, I really don't know
1: mm-hmm. what about you justin
2: well, first off, if, if Bobby played Tatanka to on his Walkman, I feel bad for that Walkman. But I would go on to say,
6: uh,
2: I, yeah, let's not riff, let's not remix it at all. Uh, I would, I would go on to say that uh, the Freebirds obviously make complete sense given its CCW territory. Um, yeah, you know, Lemmy, in my same tweet that I told everybody, Sting, you know, before it was announced. I said Lemmy seems like a, a very obvious choice for the celebrity wing, which is interesting. Not to say that he should—he doesn't deserve it because he did, you know,
6: mm-hmm.
2: he did perform some of the the greatest theme music ever. Mm-hmm. But I do feel a little bit bad that if Lemmy goes in first before Jim Johnston, who has been yeah. the maestro of almost what thirty years of WWE music, but that's another debate. Uh, I think I've heard this, and this makes complete sense. Stan Hansen. Uh, who was big in Japan, but Stan Hansen also had a, a Texas, um uh, history, if I do believe so. So, I, I think you, you, go in that, I think you go in that route. I think you got, I think, you know, between the free bird, Sting, uh, Lemmy, given the, you know, the, given the time value and then that he's on everybody's mind. Um, I, think, I think, you know, you got a decent, a decent start there. Um, you know, there's still the Owen Hart factor. Mm-hmm a lot of people keep saying they want Owen Hart to be a headliner and while I'm not trying to you know disrespect Owen I don't I don't know if we'll ever get that because of all the legality situation we hear about with his wife and the family and obviously Owen's not alive to make a speech and I don't sounds like his the only person that can make a speech for him would be Brett but then you think Brett's the guy that should induct him. So I, I think the Owen thing is, is kind of a weird situation. Eventually it should happen, but I think you need to get more people on board until it does.
1: We have some good suggestions and some bad suggestions, Virgil. What about Vader? Um, from the show, what what Va- about Vader? Vader is one that's that's coming up here. Uh, Bigelow, Jacqueline.
2: He actually hadn't considered Vader. That's a pretty good idea. Vader,
1: Vader I think, is deservingly so.
2: Yeah, and he, te- and he te- Vader teased mm-hmm. on, uh, I think, Twitter, mm-hmm. he tweeted a picture of the Hall of Fame logo, kind of suggesting. But then again, if you know the guy behind the mask, it's you can't put it past the guy. He's just completely trolling all of us. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I haven't seen what his Twitter's like. I couldn't imagine. Um, Teddy Long is brought up. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I think he's overdue for something like that. Sable was brought up, uh, being from Texas, apparently. Uh grandma, man? What's that? Wait, wait. She's a grandma now. Huh? She's a grandma. Grandma <laughs> Sable can get in there.
3: Did they put JPL in yet?
1: No. No, no. I don't think so. No. Uh, so I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Them
6: all, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't
1: know if it feels like slim pickings. It's just there's so many out there mm-hmm. that are a part of the Hall of Fame. It's kind of like, well, well who's left?
6: You know. got it. Nails. 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 No. Oh God. Oh,
1: it's a big boss man in. I know we're talking Cobb oh, County, Georgia, and yeah. not Texas, but you know, I, 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 I think he's deserved to be in there. At least he was a big part of
2: he was a big he's part my of my wrestling, my wrestling
1: childhood, right beside Polka Dot Dusty
2: Rhodes. So have they ever put have they ever put uh, Carrie Von Eric, the Texas Tornado, and the Von Eric family in? I, you in know, the I pres- they, they built Dallas, so for some
1: reason, I presume they were already in there, but I could be wrong. Like like the Von Eric family, because haven't they done like families before? To some extent.
6: Yeah, I think so. Like, like, or,
1: or you know, like, like, I don't know. It, it, like, that that, that seemed that, that was in the back of my head, too. But, you know, even though they're the subject of this very depressing DVD that I swear I'm going to give away at the 10-year party this Thursday at Looking for Group. That's how I get my plug in. Um, but, uh, yeah. It's, well,
2: another, another one is Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a good one.
1: A good one. Um, and, and that makes sense. You have Sting. Brings all the people in that like oh we've seen Sting in the last year and a half um, we've we, we're, we that's more prevalent he's a little bigger and then we just kind of stick in all those guys and educate you know the the mass on so, hey and then there's this guy he's not the guy you're coming for but man you're probably gonna like or be confused by these old timey stories and this is why he was like
6: important or be confused by yeah. <laughs> the, the Von Erichs were inducted in 2009
1: that's why I thought I thought they were in yeah. there. So and it was like the family, right? Yeah, it was the family. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. So that's pretty taken care of there, unless they're going to single anybody out. And I don't know. I don't know who you would single out if that was the case uh, for that. Um, what the? Uh, the Funks? Are the Funks all in? I don't think. They're um, I
3: think they're, they're in as a tag team, the aren't Funk they? The Funk
1: Brothers are in. So I think that, yeah, they're covered there. Uh, unless we do anything individual with terry or something like that. So, I, I think there's a lot of options. Um it'll be interesting to see what kind of comes out of there. I like I like the idea of Vader and Lemmy um to to round out the top of it. Um yeah. Booker T's in there, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that, that really does kind of round and nail. So, we'll look out for uh I, I Nails and Virgil can get their own special ones. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> thanks bobby uh so let hey, us Artis know Thompson. just in the chat room is dennis stamp the heart and soul of texas from tragar nathan jones nathan jones uh, thank you i was trying to remember the other guy he can go in the nails wing um if
2: dennis stamp goes in i demand that he does a tire speech on trampoline
1: it'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, be the hall of fame for the ages all right well hey um we don't have a, a, a Hall of Fame here in Beachview, but we do have some pretty um, famous pizza here. Slice on Broadway, they're supporting the show, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza here for nearly two years. Thank you so much, uh, Fiend, whenever we have our in-studio guests. They fed all of everybody that was here for that insane, insane night we had for the 500 and 100 episode celebration here before Christmas. Um, apparently a night that I'm going to relive coming up here as I watch the indie. Mayhem show One hundred for the very first time uh, because i don 't remember much of it and it 's out there on the internet uh, i 'm told that the sexy, talented dudes have each watched it multiple times, so thank you for the hits guys um, and there 's still unmentionable um, gifts that 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 vibrate unfortunately that they gave me um then i'm high well there it goes i don't know if you can hear that i'm not showing that one on camera um and uh there's that uh but slice on this is supposed to be a piece commercial i forgot um but uh <laughs> check them out the
6: they're feet. down here on the
1: tracks and beachview if you're in the uh, south hills of pittsburgh or if you're uh, out there uh, uh, in carnegie pa the exits <laughs> open uh, go say hi to them uh, tell them you heard about them on the wrestling ma'am show or 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 have your own impromptu pizza party for Tuesday nights like Wheels does down in California, PA. Uh, he at least supports Pittsburgh Podcast. He supports Area Pizza, so I appreciate that. That's no dominoes down there. I know we're making some people. There are people putting rings together in 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 Austin, Texas, telling members of the show, <laughs> that they wish they had slice on broadway because they keep hearing about it every week so thank you so much for everybody uh for maybe we'll make slice on broadway a worldwide phenomenon through the podcast uh let them know pgh underscore slice on the twitter that you heard about them on here and uh check out their facebook slice on broadway and instagrams for them as well you'll get hungry too we'll be right back with the big question do you smell tuna
3: (laughs) why yes i do let me tell you all about my beard. That's actually going to be one of your uh, one of your duties down here, is uh, uh, oiling up my beard. See, that's how I keep the cats friendly with me. Otherwise, they're going to reach in your mouth and take your teeth. I like my teeth. Well, then you better invest in tuna oil right away. Where do you buy tuna oil?
1: Buy... Hey guys, Wrestling Man Show. Go check out uh, a little more from that little bit from Sawtooth Willie over at SorgatronMedia.com. Check out the whole series on YouTube or the Facebook page. A lot of fun, and I hope you guys are enjoying Penny Avocado. There's a lot more interesting characters coming up in the coming months with that as well. Um, And that's a lot saying uh, in regards to Sawtooth Willie. So it's that time of the week for the big question from Papa Lunchbox has one for us to uh, tickle our brain bones on uh, pro wrestling. Uh, what you got for us, LP? Yeah, that went with that. I, I said that.
3: Well, Sork, um, <clears throat> a big part of this week's big question is uh, thanks to Matt Carlin's, actually. Oh, um, he tweeted, what this week's big question could, should be. And frankly, I agreed with him wholeheartedly. Um, and Roman, Roman Reigns, ask the question, what if I win? So this week's question, this week's very big question is, what if he does win? What's the best case scenario if Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble? And when I say best case scenario, I don't mean best case scenario for Roman Reigns or best case scenario for Vince McMahon. I mean best case scenario for you, the person answering.
1: Cool. Can I, can I, can I I don't usually. But can I go first? Um, means. Lights go out. Undertaker. Points to the sign. Why not? big Okay. Okay. Uh, Bobby?
6: Um, like I said in the hangout last night, I want Roman Reigns to win. Point at the WrestleMania sign and then just stand in the main event all by himself and fight nobody. Just take up time. Just standing there. Uh, yeah. No, um, I, I, I would suggest Brock Lesnar because that's the only other person I see him fighting. Okay, as in a rematch because they really didn't get their match because Seth Rollins came out. So I think that would be a good match.
1: Do you find that you do you find that match more acceptable than it was last year? going into yeah. it because I feel like yeah. like people weren't think, sold on that match, right?
6: I think he's ready now. I think now right. that he's had the title and he's been there and he he's showing that he's getting better every week. Yeah. I think he's ready,
1: and we saw how brutal that match got. So we know kind yeah. of a starting point of what we would get, right?
6: Brock Lesnar like blades for everything. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, is that
1: too? He um, had a,
6: he had blood on his mu- on his mouth last night, and he was just beating up like people.
1: Sorry, <laughs> He goes hardcore. Uh, Justin Labar, what do you think?
6: Well, I'm a fan of Roman Reigns, so
2: the best case scenario is is for Roman Reigns to fight Triple H. Brock Lesnar is not a good idea. Um, There's a lot of people that aren't good ideas because what happens is you put Roman Reigns up against Brock Lesnar. Well, it's the same thing you saw last year, and that's the case of the crowd is going to split. They're going to take Brock Lesnar over Roman Reigns. And right now, you've got Roman Reigns on the best bit of momentum he's ever had. You need to make sure he's up against guys that the crowd loves to hate, guys like Sheamus, which is work. Guys like Vince McMahon, even though indirectly, it's worked. Triple H would work. Whether the Triple H is champion or not champion, people love to hate Triple H for the character purposes and the real life purposes. That's going to ensure Roman Reigns' momentum going upwards. Most other options, not a good idea.
1: Awesome. Matt Carlins, he's uh, preparing with the uh, Mayhem Mania big board behind him, uh, of course, uh, with his... Uh, Yes, our, our, radio, our writer over at WrestlingMamShow.com and uh, indywrestling.us. Uh, what do you think?
0: Um, I'm having a hard time wrapping around my mind around the part of the question where LB says, in the best case scenario, if Roman Reigns wins, because it doesn't sound like
3: the best idea. Like, got it, got spin, Reigns, it. spin it, Matt. Spin it. Make it, make it the best the, case scenario for you. Look,
0: let, 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 let me spin. Um, Roman Reigns is the guy who keeps winning is kind of like, doesn't it it does. And it doesn't work. Like you want the guy who kicks ass, but then you want a little bit of vulnerability, I guess you want some sense that maybe he could be beat. you like, you don't like when you're the audience, I think part of the resentment when it comes to Reigns is that it's the sense that he's going to win no matter what, kind of like the same thing. People kind of got into the habit of feeling whenever John Cena would be doing his thing. Um, the best case scenario for Roman Reigns winning at the Rumble, I don't know, probably somebody ended up – some, probably him and Lesnar at the end of the Rumble and somebody shockingly debuting or arriving on the scene to screw over Brock Lesnar so Roman Reigns still wins. So Reigns wins and Lesnar comes out of the Rumble with some just absolute blood feud with somebody. So pick your guy, whoever you want to um, – drag into that mess we can do aj styles we could do Finn in the bullet club show up and screw lesnar we could do any of those things we could have the drifter show up and screw brock lesnar we could <laughs> do that lavar's shaking his head at me so i know my answer's <laughs> good um
2: <laughs> you take well uh, the problem is all that all that takes a focus away from roman reigns again you let roman reigns have we not learned anything about Dan O'Brien being involved and not being involved in Rumbles, which is, you gotta make sure that Roman Reigns comes down to the end with people that the audience despises. And if you put him down with, with Brock Lesnar, even if Brock Lesnar gets screwed by, again, whomever, um, and it's not gonna be the whole Bullet Club, uh, AJ Styles is the only one that you're gonna be able to contractually see anyways at Royal Rumble. If you if you put him down with Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar gets screwed, even if it's even if he gets screwed by Bray Wyatt or Kevin Owens, it's just people are gonna be like, oh damn, I wanted that, and they're gonna resent Roman Reigns, which is not what you want to do after you're finally getting succession. If Roman Reigns is gonna go down to the end of it, which you got to think he is, since he's the champion. Really, I Triple H is the only guy that I can think is gonna make sense because there's business to be finished, and people love to hate Triple H. Yeah.
0: So for coming down to. So, if we're coming down to a situation where it's Reigns, um, a lot of people think it might be Triple H, how do you get Lesnar out of that match without have, it just looking bad for him?
2: You, you simply have, first off, it's got to be early in the match. You have Lesnar early in the match, uh, and I'm not, you know, specific number I'm not, you know, dialed in on, but as long as it's early in the match, uh, if you have Lesnar, I think the best thing in my mind, Lesnar eliminates whoever it is that he is going to have a WrestleMania match with. Kevin Owens has been an internet fantasy. Bray Wyatt's been another internet fantasy. Let Brock Lesnar eliminate <laughs> and take <away> that person <laughs> <the interest laughs> and let that person, whether <laughs> they do it right away. <laughs> come back minutes, minutes later, later. Let that person come back with numbers. If it's the Wyatt family, would be if it's Bray Wyatt, it'd be the Wyatt family. If it's Kevin Owens, it'd be him grabbing a chair. Let that person come back with some kind of a crazy advantage and just beat the holy living you-know-what out of Brock Lesnar and make an impact for themselves and give everybody a reason to why they want to see this match happen. That's how you get Brock Lesnar out of the match. But it has to be earlier because if he comes down to the Final Four with Roman Reigns, again, you're you're going to be pitting people against Roman Reigns, whether you intend to or not.
0: But just to play devil's advocate, (laughs) with respect, because I do enjoy listening to your opinions, um, isn't that the same mistake they made last year with Daniel Bryan? Isn't that what they tried to do with Daniel Bryan last year? No. They tried to get what, Bryan out of the Rumble early, and it ended up
2: turning twisted on him. No, what they did last year was they got Daniel Bryan out of the Rumble because they wanted to keep him away from the Marines when the whole thing is they should never put Daniel Bryan in the Rumble in the first place. You should never, The fact is last year that everybody was waiting for Daniel Bryan to come back after he'd been injured for nine months after having to you know, vacate his world title. They should have never brought Daniel Bryan back to the Rumble. They should have waited till the night after Rumble. They should have waited till a week after Rumble. And there would have not nearly been as much backlash against Roman Reigns as there were. Because they brought Bryan back, everybody, especially in the Philadelphia crowd, goes, Oh my God, Daniel obrien has got to win. He left off as world champion. He never got beat for it. And then when he got injured early because they wanted to keep him out of the picture, people resented it. This is a different case. Brock Lesnar, you get him eliminated. By a guy who's already been eliminated, again, Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, insert whoever, and by a guy who does some dashly act. Maybe the guy even knocks out Paul Heyman, whatever. You do that, then everybody rallies behind Brock Lesnar. There's that story, but you do it early enough, they can still focus on Roman Reigns and however you finish things. And the same thing is applied this 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 year. I'm hoping to have an interview with Dana O'Brien in the next two weeks. And the case is this. You can't have Daniel Bryan in the Rumble because if you have him in the Rumble, that distracts everybody. And if he doesn't win it, which he's not going to win it, he's never going to be world champion again. Then all of a sudden, everybody's pissed off about it. So it's not the same situation. I know what you're saying, but it's not the same situation. Yeah, I
0: gotcha. Yeah, and and just to piggyback off what you said about you know you can't have Bryan in the Rumble. You can't even have Bryan. You can't even have the suggestion of Bryan possibly, maybe showing up at the Rumble. And he's been doing like a lot of a lot of social media kind of yeah. turning the screws a little bit. And to me, I'm like, this is not a good idea. You're getting people's hopes up again. You're,
2: Absolutely. you're feeding
0: that monster all over again.
2: Absolutely. If they, if they have any inclination in, in, in inquiring to show Dan O'Brien on January 24th, they better show him via satellite over in Syria, trying to talk down ISIS because if you have <laughs> Orlando, there's going to be a problem.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I can't top that. Uh, Charon's <laughs> having a lot of fun with this. Uh, what about an old-fashioned uh, Royal Rumble tie? I don't know about that. Little, you know, maybe Rumble. <laughs> we, got, we got the head shake from LeBar. No way.
2: Well, but the, the, the problem I have with the tie thing, and somebody called um, every Tuesday at uh, uh, 2 o'clock on Tribal Live Radio. Please check it out. The problem I have with the, the Bret Hart Lex Luger 1994 finish, uh, as we'll call it, the difference was, and the difference also was with the 92 Ric Flair, the world, you know, Roman Reigns is the world champion, and he's going to this Rumble. Right. In 92, the title was vacated, mm-hmm. so it was open for whomever. In 94, Luger and Hart had a draw, and it was like, okay, you both are the draw, you're going to face Yokozuna. You know, I can't imagine WWE starting the road to WrestleMania with a title vacated. Much less being vacated from the guy who they put so much effort into trying to get over, and they finally have gotten him over, or at least it's working so far. So if you do any kind of a draw tie finish, it does no favors. Again, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a Roman Reigns apologist. I like him; he's not my favorite guy, but I do, you know. (laughs) But but I'm going back to the fact of if Roman Reigns is their project, which obviously he is, and it's finally working. It does no favors to have him tie with anybody. He either needs to overcome the odds, I suppose, or it needs to be a guy like Triple H. Again, somebody who he has business to finish with, who everybody hates, and he has a reason to chase. And then you can dress it up, as I said earlier in the show, dress it up with Triple H, with Stephanie McMahon and Vince at his corner, Versus Roman Reigns with The Rock and Ronda Rousey in his corner. That makes a sexy, marquee match that people want to see Roman Reigns win with. But if you do a tie, again, we've never had the world champion go into this. A tie is not going to be a good thing for Roman Reigns. No. no.
1: All right. Let us know what you think of the big question. uh, Hashtag WMS big question. If you're looking for us on Twitter or if you're on this video, we got put a short version of this out um, all over on the facebook and the youtube so uh let us know your thoughts as well uh so with that hey uh we are bringing back an old concept it is the uh mayhem mania uh, a a game we did on the back end of the show here uh in the lead up i think we did we started a lot later than we are currently uh but uh this this was this led to a lot of controversy last year um, and, 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 uh, some, some, some her friendships, feelings. her feelings, some friendships were ended and, uh, um, Mike and Riz stopped
0: talking to each other
1: for the, a few for weeks. For a little bit, for a little bit. Yeah.
6: Uh, I so. I had a lunchbox with a chair.
1: Yeah, it got, it got <laughs> pretty did. violent. It got pretty weird <laughs> for a little bit there. So, uh, it, it seems like the right time to bring it back, uh, here before Rumble when, and, and well, well, Matt, you, you're saying, you know, you, you just wrote about, and we've been talking about the perfect time because it's so up in the air with everything going on right now
0: everything's all crazy sorg so we gotta we're gonna bring this back and i'm glad justin's here because we need someone who has no knowledge of what in the hell this is so we could try to explain it to him so i'm kind of <laughs> hoping you guys are gonna help me out all right, you are our just guinea this, okay i'm, I'm kind of going back to the uh the final write-up we did on Mayhem Mania last year, so we're going to actually put one in the in the Slack doc if you want to pull this up, Ooh, if you okay. want to show people the, the eight-match super card that we ended up with, which was pretty good. Uh, but basically, um, Mayhem Mania is kind of a competitive thought experiment. Um, the object, basically, is to create the best WrestleMania card possible, not necessarily to predict what WWE is going to do. We're trying to create something even better. Um, so we're trying to come up with eight matches, um and for these first couple rounds basically the four of you are going to get to conjure up any match you can pick out of your little brain out of thin air um and then next week we'll bring back four guys and they will conjure up another four matches and then we'll have the eight match card and then things really get fun because then we'll get to bring guys in and they'll get to make changes that they want to make to the cards if they don't like something they'll be able to throw something out um and basically Matches that survive for a certain amount of time, maybe two or three weeks. And I think three, three weeks is what weeks. we went with last yeah. year. If, you, if your match survives untarnished, un, uh, unaltered for three weeks, it graduates to the super card. And basically we're trying to fill out the eight-match super card. Um, so that's kind of loosely how the game works. Um, I'm sure it's confusing. I'm coming at you real fast and furious. Okay. Another thing i got to point out is that when we're creating these matches, we are creating these – in the real world, we are not—we um, can't break the laws of this wrestling world that we live in here today. So this isn't fantasy booking, uh, Justin. This is reality booking, huh? Um, so uh, if you wanted to say, you're telling you're telling I to want awesome. to see so if, if you wanted to—I'm sorry, go again.
2: You're telling you're me the alternate awesome. warrior can't come back from the dead? Now.
0: Exactly. We cannot bring the Ultimate Warrior back from the dead. Um, if you wanted, if Bobby once said, "I want to see Beer Money versus the New Day," then we got to be like, "I'm sorry, Bobby, but Beer Money's yeah, on man, contract I'm... at TNA. They ain't coming." Now there's, that's my I mean, match. there's a whole lot of other kinds that you could pick from um, to do something like that. So you know how I love my um, Beer Money. Don't we all? You know. um, um, So, I mean, but basically, I mean, you could create a tag match. You could create a three-way, four-way. Don't create a battle royal. That ruins it for everybody. So, Everyone. <laughs> everybody. Uh, no one versus all matches. I'm putting my foot down at that. Uh, and basically, if, um, you know, if it feels like one of you has crossed the line, someone's going to speak up. So uh, let's see how we uh, can pull this off. Um, LB, I know you've got somewhere to be, so
3: uh, – Is there anything uh, you would like to create? Well, uh, I guess there is. Is there is Now, last year I had a a baby of a match. I had a a match that I cared about, and I commissioned other people to take care of it for me, and they fucked me and the asshole (laughs) repeatedly until my match no longer existed. Not holding a grudge, not mentioning any names, but uh, (laughs) go fuck yourself. So uh, I'm going to go out in left field. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick a match that I'm emotionally invested in because this is the first round of Mayhem Mania. We're gonna do this uh, we're gonna do this a little differently and be a little smarter about it because I know by the time you know in a couple of weeks this match will no longer exist or it'll be in some fucking format that I don't even recognize or it'll be a, a you know ladder throw sling around mud pie match. So well <laughs> here's what we're gonna have all right so so it's a positive you don't way to show start your this. hand
6: in the first week. Yeah, yeah, that's, a good, no. that's a good yeah. strategy.
3: Yeah. Exactly. If you're if you're you're at work and you got the white elephant, you don't take the Amazon gift card right away. You take the shitty candle knowing you're going to get the Amazon gift card later. So that's how, how this you do is. it. Yeah. That's how you do it. This is how you do it. So, uh first thing, first match uh on the WrestleMania card, we're going to keep this uh real simple. We're going to have The New Day all three of them versus should be
0: writing this
3: down. You should be writing this down. Are you writing this down?
0: With, uh, please pardon my
6: handwriting.
3: Go on, LV. Let's see here. We're going to have the New Day, and they're going to well, be later. facing. Okay. All three. All three of the New Day. Hmm.
0: You didn't think this through, did you?
3: I didn't. I didn't come up with another tag team. I come was going to say. I was going to say the Lucha Dragons, but okay. who, would, who would their third be? Who would the third person in the Lucha Dragons so be? If only there was someone else Mexican under WWE
0: contract for in that match
6: with
3: them. What? That's racist. That's not,
6: that's, that's, that's branding. <laughs> they don't all have to be in the same match. That's
3: branding. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's have – I'll tell you what. It, it, this, is, this is just a, a – main roster, guys. Can we bring up people from NXT? Sure you can. Yay. Okay. How about injured Anything within the realm of reality.
0: How about so no conjuring up dead people injured? and no bringing back injured? wrestlers who will never come back. I, I want to point
1: out, I'm looking at last year's card and there's yeah, a lot of people. Count.
0: This is real time right now. There's, there's a lot of people okay. on this card
1: last year that are still in NXT. So, like a lot of people. So,
6: yeah, we went wild throw, throw, throw that in. So there. we can bring up from NXT, but we can't use injured superstars.
0: You can't okay. use a currently injured guy. You've got to bring up a guy who will actually show up out okay. of the show.
3: Okay. okay, I got it. I got it, and I'm really excited about this. This is a match I would actually like to see. We got the New Day, right? Minus Xavier Woods. We're going to pull him right out of there. because oh, okay. It's going to be like a two-on-two two versus Enzo and Cass.
6: Oh, yeah. oh, okay. okay.
1: And okay. for ten
3: minutes before the match, it's just them talking to each other on the mic. Nice. <laughs> just having nice. a conversation being bonkers
6: and a rap battle match
3: in a rap battle that's what i would like to see
6: <laughs> there you
1: go the
3: first I hear, uh, I hear
6: big Cass has a lovely voice so. i would Oof. i yes
5: Oof.
3: okay so uh with with that i'm gonna i'm gonna boogie on out of here folks have guys have a good um mayhem mania and uh everyone at home uh check out panel riot panel riot.com. we have a new episode up this very week do you like Battlestar galactica uh well why <laughs> what? All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> All right. Thank you, LB DJ Lunchbox on Twitter. Holy Thanks. crap! Thanks, bye guys. Later, um, Lunchbox. Um, but anyways, uh, who, who do you want to go next here, Bobby?
6: Uh, let's go to Bobby. Next. Let's go to I Bobby. Go Bobby, Bobby, what do you got? Yeah, you, you, you next, Bob. All right. Well, I about had a heart attack because uh, I thought Will was going to take one of my people. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the United States champion Kalisto. Versus, oh shit, he's injured.
4: Uh, it's a long list right versus,
6: now. You didn't versus, think this through, did you? Well, I, he's coming back soon, if that has any indication. Um, I'm going to go with NXT superstar Sami Zayn, he just came back. Okay. I get the feeling you've got more guys coming. All right. Yeah. Versus All right. Neville in a three-way dance. There you go. Okay,
1: okay. That's your that's your fun match of the night, Flippy guys. That's your Flippy guy match. <laughs> okay, all right. it for those Flippy guys. I can see Yay. that. I can see that.
6: Flippy
0: guys. Sorg, I want you to go next.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, let me go. Uh, let, let's go ahead and throw down Kevin Owens. I think it's a all pretty right. safe bet here. We we want them want him in there um i don't want to go something safe like dean ambrose i think that's gonna fizzle out whatever's gonna happen there before wrestlemania is no way it's, it's still it's already been going for a little bit um so it's gotta be something else interesting not adolph ziggler that's not very exciting um as far as somebody else that can come back i want somebody stone cold like but not really maybe you think you could have a good match with jericho Like I don't, I don't know. know. Like I feel like I want to throw him against Jericho, but I want Jericho that I watched from two thousand eight, and not maybe. Well,
0: fortunately, that is in with within the realm of possibility. So if you we want time suit now. wearing Jericho, you can have a suit wearing. Oh, Jer-
1: oh, in my mind, yeah, he comes back. He's. I, I know it doesn't make sense unless Owens kind of turns face in this in this regard. You know, honestly, if Jericho came back with a suit, he'd pretty much be a face, anyways, right? At this point, like it's like. Ric Flair doing a dirty tack does not make him a heel at this point right um, yeah I want to have weird amount Grim uh Jericho in the suit but we like him let's do it Jericho. and in my mind this is 19 this is like 2005 2008 Chris Jericho and this is a barn burner match and this is everybody's been down on Jericho for these weird matches he's been having although he had a classic against them who
6: shall remain nameless. amen,
1: amen is a very but he, he didn't grow up he was like he was like two when 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 uh Jericho Hollick Jericho holism was a uh, was a, a addictive thing that the country was dealing with. 12 step, um, program, 12 step program. Um I think it was on the back of my shirt I bought back then. Uh so so Jericho pops up, um shows he can still go uh, in, a, in an awesome match with Kevin Owens, completely brutal. Um that's what I got.
0: So Jericho will, you, will he wrestle in the suit?
1: No, like a that's match. weird.
0: But, it'll, <laughs> so but, it'll be
1: but suit
0: versus shorts and t-shirt. This is like of
1: battle. Side booking, and I hope you can find me a, a, a picture of this. He goes back to the long tights.
0: Oh, that would be lovely.
1: That's the real coup right oh. there.
0: All right, Justin.
2: Well, if we're, staying like in realm of, if we're staying in realm of possibility, but we're going fantasy, I'm going to go with AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. A simple marquee nice. grudge match. I like uh, it. WWE can just let these two guys, let the internet jack off, uh, <laughs> and, and let it go would be that. Because Dan O'Brien's not going to be in any more world title matches because he can't, he, it's too much of a risk to WWE, like it or not. And the entire Bullet Club is not going to all be together, I don't think, at that point. And they might not even go that route. So I just think you just have a simple jack off match of AJ Styles versus Dan O'Brien. And I want you to mark it down, Matt, as a jack off match. Jack off match? Is that a stipulation? a stipulation? It is. Whatever whatever, whatever person in the match uh, ejaculates quicker, or whatever fan representative in the crowd ejaculates quicker, uh, comes into the, the stipulation.
6: It's your jack match. Is there a match. match like that from Vince Russo?
2: Maybe, maybe so. One like but, that. <laughs> maybe so, but I'm taking full credit of it. Cause. Okay.
6: It's the
1: jack off WrestleMania match brought to you by ShareShot Reality. Um exactly. I, would t- I
0: would I would sometimes I would be tempted to call shenanigans on putting Daniel Bryan <laughs> in here, but I know that you know you know things. So I'm gonna let this one go.
1: <laughs> what what is uh, I I don't know the latest. What is the like is it all but confirm AJ's in there within the next couple of weeks?
2: AJ AJ I, I would I would uh, if you and I encourage everybody here and your listeners to use WrestleRumble.com where you can you know bet you can put in ten bucks and and, and predict the outcomes and in this case predict who comes in at exactly what position one through thirty of Rumble. The winner wins five hundred bucks and there's prizes beyond that. I would say it is a is in the words of Vince McMahon, it's guaranteed AJ Styles would be one of the thirty guys. Now what number? That's where you have to get creative uh but aj style is going to be he's the only guy that you can see because he's not working on the contract he's ready to go uh gallows right. who i love personally Eminem anderson you're going to see soon but i think you're going to see him in the first uh nakamura granted he's getting out of his new japan stuff he still needs to move over here he still needs a work visa he also needs to be hyped they understand they cannot let him debut cold right. because there's yeah. a lot of people in WWE audience, the younger fans, that don't know who the hell he is. So they need to, they have to do the same car route and they need to show hype videos <clears throat> and build him up. I think he's a prime guy for the night after mania, so to speak. But AJ Styles is the one guy you have to play with in this fantasy book in Mania. And if Daniel Bryan's healthy enough by Mania and they want to use him, you don't put him in a title match. But if you still want to appease Bryan and still want to appease the audience, you put him in a marquee off match.
1: Wrestling turns. Awesome. I, I wish I can make that the title of this show, Marky Jackoff <laughs> match. But I, I, you know, considering it's right next to like mindfulness podcast, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> all right, the be first how you jackoff. <laughs> a review. <laughs> what does the first half of WrestleMania look like, Matt? Oh
0: yes, thank you very much, Sork. It's going to be uh, the new day, Kofi and the Big E versus Enzo and Cass. It's going to be Khalifa, ISO versus Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville. It's going to be Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho in a suit and it will be the marquee jackoff match presented by Chairshot Reality AJ Styles versus Dan McBride. I
6: have a feeling last week gonna last long. <laughs>
0: four of you fellas, four more fellas will land four more matches onto the same match card and then the fun will begin. Then the tampering begins oh, and yes. uh, the hurt feelings begins, and we'll see if one of these matches can make it to the very end. Let's I think I, I like last. the uh, chances of some of these. these are good. I,
1: I think it's a good start. I think it's a very strong start. I feel I feel good about that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll stay tuned on there. Mayhem Mania. There'll be updates, and you're still doing a weekly update on that. Uh, you're you're going to do a write-up uh, that will we'll I'm working on up. it as we speak. You're working as we like with his other hand. He's typing a blog right now. Remember a long, right pants here, yeah. <laughs> long pants Jericho picture, long pants Jericho picture. All right, long so, pants Jericho in a suit picture. Gotcha. It's the back of the book. It's the end of the show. Let me know what did you learn from wrestling this week, and I know we got a couple uh, from out there in the uh, social media as well. So we'll poke at them. Let me know in the chat room as well what you learn in the, uh, from wrestling this week, Bobby. What do you got?
6: Um, I learned that I got uh, not I got irrationally sad. I watched uh, New Year's Dash. And uh, Taguchi shaved his mustache. He, he's, he's Japanese Eddie Guerrero. We can't do that. I, that that was what I, That's what I
1: learned this week. I, 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 you said something about a mustache and uh, Japanese Eddie Guerrero. I don't think I yeah. comprehended anything else you just told me. Taguchi. Taguchi. The funky weapon. Oh, the funky weapon. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I saw your angry tweets about that. Still didn't yeah.
6: understand them He then. shaved his mustache. What the hell, dude?
1: It's all about branding. Maybe, maybe it's like how WWE used to make everybody cut their hair when they That's came true. in. Yeah, That's true. could be something like that. Justin Labar, what did you learn from wrestling this week?
2: I learned that my love and attraction for Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon only grew when I saw her fetishly dancing with her father, and I was turned on. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah,
6: it was, it was take your daughter to work and make her dance like weird poses with you night on Raw and I'm in no way upset about that. <laughs> Rick Flair in Charlotte, Vince McMahon and Stephanie. They took that kid from the crowd, Titus Young, or Titus, Titus O'Neil. Just he
1: took combine. A kid.
6: Them, just combine them.
1: He just yeah, he stole somebody's kid and then he almost then he got taken out. I mean,
6: and the kid was like no selling, I'm like yeah.
1: Kid's <laughs> not even wrestling. Matt Carlin, what you learn from wrestling this week?
6: <laughs> oh god, I learned so much.
0: It's it's just hard to to, to compartmentalize everything. Um, I, I learned that it's nearly impossible for Paul Heyman and Stephanie McMahon to end a conversation without having the last word. I don't know if you guys noticed that in that backstage segment they did on mm-hmm. Raw where where they were like, okay, I'll do that. Okay, you do that. Okay, I will. All right.
1: They, they didn't talk about the finish uh, to that one, huh? Uh, from the chat room, Mad Mike learned that uh, Tito Santana has a Mexican restaurant restaurant in Beacon, New York. Which is uh, apparently not very far from Poughkeepsie, where he resides. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if the the folks over from uh, uh, another wrestling podcast know about that as well. Uh, Wheels learned that he couldn't uh, take the rest of RAW last night. Uh, 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 Wheels tapped out before um, before the beginning of uh, uh, hour two. He said uh, when he joined us last night. The the last Raw hour Raw. was the best. It was the best. It, it felt like everything was kind of mushed together. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, you know, I just had too much coffee at that point to try to stay awake through it. But um, but yeah, I'm kind of I'm with him on that. Um, and uh, from the Facebook, uh, Kiko in there says the vacant is the most decorated wrestler in the history of wrestling. This must be in regards to Nakamura's title. That's true. There. Mm-hmm. Fact. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's had the inter the, the IWGP. Is it IWGP Intercontinental or? Yep. Okay. He's had that. He's had the TNA title. He's had the, He was a co-holder of the TNA and the WWE title so that, that's pretty significant. He should be a hall. When does Bacon get in the Hall of Fame? Can we get that in Texas? But. Sure. Can I chime in with one more thing?
0: I just thought of something else here, real quick. I learned that they, uh, I learned from wrestling this week that a subscription to New Japan World is one of the finest things you can share with your friends.
6: You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks,
1: man. You're welcome there you go um what did i learn from wrestling this week um i learned yeah i'm blanking um I, I i dude i love smackdown with no commercials i i don't know why there's something uh it's the first week i got to do it in in a, in a few weeks but i love my sunday morning smackdown like 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 with a coffee and 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 a pastry um and and just watching it and shutting off twitter um there's there's something about that that's like that, I think is the best way to watch wrestling right now with no I'm judgments, sure you- with no uh-huh. judgments, no expectations. And I, I know I'm sounding like one of our other podcasts, but um, I don't know. I, I recommend it. And I think you get out of w, main mainstay of WWE. I think you get the best matches mean uh, the best, you know, nice. If you know how we went to NXT and we're like, oh, it's nice. It's an hour and we're done. Right. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to just get out of there. Smackdown feels that way now um thanks to raw uh so also
6: uh, Ronaldo makes you care about tonight and what? after one week oh yeah that new like, announcer yeah and I, yeah. Re- I remember he did mma before right
1: in boxing mma and boxing um, call
0: it Mayweather fights.
1: okay because i he sounded familiar and and it did kind of give that kind of bigger bigger feel to it um i think that's a nice add to that and i hope that kind of Ups the game there. I think it's so he's got Byron and Lawler on there. So I, I think it'll yeah. take a few weeks to kind of see how that mixes together. You Why know is
6: Byron Saxon on both shows? Out of, out of everybody. I because don't get you the a black guy. Aww. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and, Booker, and Booker's busy. He's Graves him. up in there. <laughs>
2: well, I'll also say with Marvin Alo, uh, if, if, if we all did not need another reason to love Renee Young. You know, last night I tweeted during Raw that I – and I I, I liked Morrow. I thought he did great on SmackDown. And I said, if you needed any more reason to like Renee Young, I've been hearing that she gave a valuable endorsement to the powers to be, which helped convince them to sign Morrow. And about two minutes later, he retweeted it and then quoted it and said, this is true, hashtag O Canada. So – more praise to Renee Young, if you needed more reason to love her, is that she helped get a guy who's not normally a Vince guy on commentary. Although, I'm not going to get too excited about Morrow, because she's on SmackDown. Vince is not at SmackDown anymore. Road Dogg is running the SmackDown shows. I'd be very weary to hear the first time Vince is on the headset on the opposite side of the curtain from Morrow, mm-hmm. what kind of train wreck could come of that, oh, but we'll wait and see.
1: We'll see. I mean, there was a, You could tell he was still kind of growing into it a little bit. Um, but damn, he's, uh, he beats uh, Mike Adamley right off the bat
6: So, Jeff Harvey
1: <laughs> Jeff Harvey <laughs> guys, it's been the Wrestling Mayhem Show thank you so much, Justin Labar Chair Shot Reality, thank you for joining us on the show tonight uh, thanks
2: guys for having me, this was fun I appreciate it What's uh, you're, you're many,
1: many, 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 many places it starts with uh, csrwrestling.com, of course uh, but, but where can people check out uh, if they're digging your opinions tonight and want to hear more
2: I'm kind of like the Donald Trump of wrestling coverage. People either love me, hate me. They're sick of me everywhere. I, I would just say, follow me on Twitter. Look for the blue check mark uh, every single day, whether it's Monday, uh, Friday trip columns, Tuesday radio, weekend chair shot reality, special appearances on such shows as this. I would just say, follow my Twitter. Look for the blue check mark, and you'll have more than you know what to do with of me each week.
1: That is true. He is a he is all over the multiple medias. Um, all the time, I'm always I'm always seeing something pop up from there. I try to I try to catch up and get some tweeted over on Mayhem show, but I'm really bad at that lately. Um, I'm
2: still waiting for Sword to create the Just on the Bar app to make my work more efficient for everybody else. So please get on it.
1: There you go. There you go. I have it filtered through. I know some people. I know some people. We can talk. We can talk. Uh, mainstream Matt Carlin's oh, our friend. They got the the man who's was interviewed. We're good. Thanks. The other guy on the show that's interviewed the stars. Uh, over there, one or two, I uh, one or two of them, um, and and did not get beat up by Cesaro, so that was good. Uh, mainstream Matt on the <laughs> Twitters, he writes the columns over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com dot com, dot us. A great one uh, today about you know that we kind of started off with the germ of an idea for the first segment. Um, what, what do you got? What do you got in the pipeline coming up that we can look forward to? <laughs>
0: Uh, more around the indies. At some point, there's going to have to be a Wrestler of the Year column. I think that's coming very soon. It might come by the end of the week. We'll see.
1: Awesome. I'm oh, and we got...
0: To... Something.
1: Yeah, uh, if, I don't, if
0: I don't write it soon, it'll be too late. Yeah. So, got to act on it.
1: Almost forgot. We got to plug something else. But first, Bob, you have JTown on insertcoin Yeah,
6: and um, I might be on at midnight tonight. My, t- <laughs> my tweet. Um, pray for me. I doubt it's going to be, but I was in the top 10 last night.
1: That oh, difference. Work on that confidence. Bobby it is definitely yeah. going to be, you're a funny son of a bitch and uh, yeah. uh, go follow him at Bobby FJ town. He's got good stuff over there. Hey, shouts out. We're going to be starting next week, uh, posting probably after wrestling, Mayhem show five Oh three. We got the mayhemies are going to start uh, to be rolled out. We had an expert panel. Sorry, LaBar, your, your your card got lost in the mail. Um, of uh, uh, Justin Plummer, uh, 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 Joe Dabrowski, and uh, Chris LaRusso are joining us, helping us pick some of the selections of the best wrestlers and moments and everything of the year, and we'll be rolling those out here and uh, getting. Well, your,
2: your your budget really fell short for the B team, huh? It was, it was it was a little rough.
1: It was a little rough. Um, but anyways, uh, uh well, we, we had a great discussion with that, and that will be rolling out very very soon. Also, if you're in the Pittsburgh area this Thursday at Looking for Group in Brookline. Uh, in, in the south hills of Pittsburgh here, still in the Pittsburgh city limits, actually. A great video game place down there. Uh, got, we're having a, uh, for free. We're covering the costs. You can come out, hang out, play some Xbox, play some PlayStation, play some uh, um, uh, computers. They have an Oculus Rift VR helmet. I got to play with that last time I was in there. And uh, I will be viewing for the first time Indie Mayhem Show 100. No, I didn't watch that yet. No, I don't remember much of that. No, I don't remember where a lot of this stuff came from and apparently i'm going to discover what that's about there we're going to have fun with that there are party favors i have not looked at them but the party planners have this in the back of the car i, I saw a daniel bryan skateboard fall out of it um and i can't imagine what else they got uh so uh there'll be goodies there'll be fun and uh we'll be spelling we'll, we'll be we'll be uh, uh, celebrating uh 10 years of this silly little podcast that has everybody from all over the place Um, I'm hanging out and talking wrestling on Tuesday nights Uh, So thank you so much for joining us Live at WrestlingMayhemShow.com 9pm Eastern Time every Tuesday night WrestlingMayhemShow.com Find all the links to subscribe, Patreon Thank you so much to our supporters And uh, thank you so much to everybody out there Follow us throughout the week Let us know your thoughts on uh, everything we talked about in this show And all the other shows Mayhem at. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.
6: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse.
1: With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you
6: want to get mixed up in the family business.
2: Introducing The Godfather at chapacasino.com.